Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Buns and Banter, a podcast by work besties for work besties. Hey, I'm Lauren. And I'm Allie. We're both morning show hosts for iHeartMedia. And we're live. We're both millennials. And we're both trying to figure out how to build the lives we dream about. Dating. Marriage. Career. Career and being a mom. How to get through a week without crying. Welcome to Buns and Banter. We're glad you're here. Welcome welcome to season two. Yes! Welcome to season two of Buns and Banter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like this clip that I saw on TikTok the other day um, is just like super, it'll, it hit me. And I know that it'll hit you, too. Um, Shonda Rhimes did the commencement speech for a college, and she was talking about um, doing it all. So I want to play this because it's just it's good. Shonda, how do you do it all? The answer is this. I don't. Whenever you see me somewhere succeeding in one area of my life, That almost certainly means I am failing in another area of my life. If I am killing it on a scandal script for work, I am probably missing bath and story time at home. If I'm at home sewing my kids' Halloween costumes, I'm probably blowing off a rewrite I was supposed to turn in. If I'm accepting a prestigious award, I'm missing my baby's first swim lesson. If I'm at my daughter's debut in her school musical, I am missing Sandra Oh's last scene ever being filmed at Grey's Anatomy. If I am succeeding at one, I am inevitably failing at the other. That is the trade-off. That is the Faustian bargain one makes with the devil that comes with being a powerful working woman who is also a powerful mother. You never feel 100% okay. You never get your sea legs. You're always a little nauseous. Something is always lost. Something is always missing. And yet, I want my daughters to see me and know me as a woman who works. I want that example set for them. I like how proud they are when they come to my offices and know that they come to Shonda land. There is a land, and it is named after their mother. In their world, mothers run companies. In their world, mothers own Thursday nights. In their world, mothers work. And I am a better mother for it. The woman I am because I get to run Shondaland, because I get to write all day, because I get to spend my days making things up, that woman is a better person and a better mother because that woman is happy. That woman is fulfilled. That woman is whole. As you try to figure isn't that nuts? Oh my God. I've got chills. I've got chills. She missed her baby's first steps. Yeah. She had to miss Sandra O's final scene in Grey's Anatomy because she was, you know, at home doing bath time or whatever. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> Are you a little shook? Yeah. I hadn't heard that yet until you, uh, you just played it for the first time for me right there. Are you okay? Yeah. That, it really, it sucks. It's really hard. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you no, so no, emotional. No, no, no. The gritty happened sooner than we thought. <laughs> Get the wine. Uh, I hadn't heard it put in terms like that, mm, that well before. That's all. Yeah. And it's so true. It's so true. Obviously, I'm not a mom. Schmitty is the mom on the podcast. Yeah. And she's got two very, very beautiful children. 
And I grew up with a mom who worked Mm -hmm. and a dad who worked like my parents worked full time and sometimes they had multiple jobs at one time. And I think of how that has affected me today as an adult. And I just I would not be so driven in my career. I would not be so motivated and I would not be. I would not think that it could be possible had I had not had a mom who went to work every day and like mm-hmm. showed got like dressed up in her high heels. And I was like, my mom's a boss ass bitch. Yeah. You know, I'm going to need to hear that a lot more because it's nice to see like you are an adult driven, successful woman mm-hmm. um, because I feel like I am. I feel like I'm screwing my kids up every single day because I do not spend enough time with them. And I get this question a lot, a lot from people that are like, I don't know how you do it. You've got three different stations you're doing every single day here mm-hmm. and you've got two kids at home and it's always the same thing. It's, it's like, well, I don't, I don't think home is getting what it needs for me. I really don't. I don't mm-hmm. any, any day of the week because I'll get home and I'm exhausted and I usually have to take a nap and it's usually when my like kids are outside playing, you know, I had, we just talked about not having time off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took, I took a couple days a week ago because I couldn't find a sitter. My husband took my son camping and I had my daughter and it was like the most fulfilling four days. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was just the two of us. And she was like so incredible. And I felt like I'd missed so much. Like she looked so big and she was doing so many things. And I'm like, I think I'm missing major chunks here because I'm so focused on work because I want to like make money to give them experiences and make them feel supported through whatever. And I don't want that to ever be a thing. And I'm so fortunate that I have a partner that steps in to fill all those roles. But like, I took them on a walk last night while my husband was cooking and halfway through the walk, my four-year-old just looks at me and he goes, oh, wow, mom, I'm so happy we're all together. (laughs) And I just like, it's so stressful. And it's, it's nice to hear somebody else say that because I think so much the message is you can have it all. Right. Why not? Just work hard enough. It's like, I don't think maybe it's just me. I don't even know if I'm physically designed to make that happen. Mm Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't want to leave my job or not work because I do want my kids to grow up and see a mom who is also dominating in a professional environment and making strides in big things, you know, especially my daughter. I want to set that example. Yeah. But I think like I think that is quite possibly one of the biggest burnouts I've had this summer Mm. easily. Just mm-hmm. what she was talking about. Because it does feel like such a trade-off, doesn't it? it Always. Just, it does not feel like you can have everything that you want to have. Because you can't. Like, the math, it doesn't work out. Like, you can't be giving 100% in one area and 100% no. in another area. You don't have 200% to give. No. And I, <sighs> I just feel like you, you have three stations that you kick ass on. I only have one. You have two. Well, I have two. And I mean, you're pretty much the sole source of kickassery on both of those. <laughs> well, I mean, anybody that follows you on social media, anybody that sees the billions of appearances you've had in the last two months alone, 
knows that you are giving 150%, but that's not a thing. 150% isn't a thing. But I don't have anything like work is what I focus on and probably to a fault. Like I don't have, I don't have someone that I'm going home to. Like, I don't, I don't have someone that I'm laying down with at night. Like, Hey babe, how was your day? Like, I don't have that. And I feel like that's my trade-off. And that's like that, my trade-off to me in my mind, like I honestly, Lauren, I look at you and I'm like, I don't understand how you can have the same exact job that I have and do everything that you do and have Chris and your kids and like your kids are so beautiful and you make it all work. You make it all work. You're constantly going places with them. You're constantly taking that Great Wolf Lodge and you go to the beach all the time. I open your Instagram and I'm like, this bitch is at the beach with her son on a Tuesday night and I am exhausted and in bed by six. But for all those moments that you see, there's the short fuse part of it where you're just you're you're touched out. You're talked out. You know, I just I, I can snap if I hear you know, hey, mom, one more time. It's just like, what? And all he wanted to do was say something really kind or ask me if I could read him a book. Like, that's a shitty mom. That's a really shitty mom. And I know that I'm doing that because I'm just completely spent. I have no energy left in my body. I just want to go upstairs and read a book or watch trashy TV and go to bed. <laughs> that's not fair to them. And I know I'm only that way because I probably spent most of my energy and patience here in these four walls. Instead of figuring out a a better balance. But I think that's impossible. And hearing me talk like this and get all emotional over this, does it make you want this? Like the fabulous career that you have, how much you've worked, finding someone having kids or, you know, am I painting this like real buzzkill negative picture of that life? Oh, no. Yeah, no. Because sometimes I think I do uh, and and I don't mean to. Should we Freaky Friday and just like (laughs) switch for a little while? Why don't we wait till school starts? Because then it's like a whole four hours in the morning with only one of them. <laughs> it's hard. Shonda's really good at words like that. She is. And she's a writer. So that makes sense. But you know what I find interesting is that, you know, she's not the first person to have, um, you know, put that message into words like that. But what they don't give you is the the solution. Yeah. Everyone is just saying, like, I don't have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. Is it figure outable? Or is this just what it is? Are we are we constantly killing ourselves and making ourselves guilty? For what? I think Michelle Obama said something similar when she was on her book tour. And she said there. I think it's who it was. There's an entire chapter dedicated to having it all. And she said, you can't. It's it's this it's this secret nobody is willing to kind of say you you can't have it all because something is always going to have to give mm-hmm. for you to be able to function and do the things. It's just figuring out the boundaries, which mm-hmm. I also I don't. How do you do that? Who can tell me that? Is it, is there a therapist I need to talk to to say, hey, can you blueprint out my life so I can figure out how this all works and I don't screw up my kids? That'd be great. I'll tell you where I would start. I would start with a four day work week and they're, you see that they're doing this in the UK. Mm-hmm. How many months in are they? I want to say like four or five. Yeah. They've been doing this like all summer, right? Yes. yes. And yeah. it's like really mm-hmm. doing great things. Super successful. 
I am so I'm like, come on, please, please just keep it up. Like, please be the model that like the rest of us can use. Because how, 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 how (laughs) think of that extra day? Because I see people talk about this all the time, too. They're like the 40 hour work week was designed Mm -hmm. back in the day when there was the person that went to work and the person who was at home. Right. Now you have two days in a weekend where you're going to spend doing all the things you couldn't get done during the week. Right. Forget like nurturing a social life or a romantic relationship or you time. Mm -hmm. Give us Friday. Give Give us Monday. Who cares? One of them. I don't care. But you would take it like on the front or the end of a week like you wouldn't take it in the middle no like you wouldn't do work two days have a day off work two days I think I'd take it in the end I'd take it on a Monday I'd do a Tuesday to Friday work week and come to think of it I I don't think my mom had a day off the entire the like at the entirety of my childhood but I remember her having one job where she did have a day off she had Wednesdays off because I used to fake sick at school (laughs) because I knew she was at home (gasps) And I'd be like, I don't feel good. And they'd be like, oh, it must be Wednesday. (laughs) It's weird. This, this, this GI issue I have. Yes. (laughs) Tummy, the tummy troubles. They're just always on Wednesday. Is that wild though? That like, you can remember that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I was fortunate enough. My mom worked, but as a teacher, she had the same schedule as us. Oh, nice. So it was, you know, you'd get done with school and then she would go home with you. I mean, you know. Give and take. Your mom also taught at your school. So, yeah, <laughs> there's that. But yeah. don't get in trouble. But oh, Lord, <laughs> don't ever get spotted on that pew outside the principal's office because I went to Catholic school. Oh, it didn't matter what the principal did. The second she was walking down the hall, you were like, literally send me to jail. It's fine. I will just live there for the rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs> Please do not. Do not let her see me sitting here waiting to get punished. Oh, no. But you remember that. But again, I remember like she just she was always working. She seemed to make it work. Yeah. But like talking to her as an adult, she's like, oh, no, absolutely not. And see, do you remember that? (laughs) I don't make it work. Do you remember as a kid feeling like, oh, she's never around. She works so much because I don't remember that. Nope. I I always thought it was a perfect balance. Even thinking back on it now, I'm like, well, you you had it figured out. Exactly. So don't you kind of feel like Will and Sophia when they're (sighs) I hope so when they're in their 20s and their 30s are going to look back and be like, my mom's a, she's a boss ass bitch. That's why I take all the pictures. I'm like, see, I did not mess you up that much. Look at all these things. And therapy will be so oh, cheap by then. God. So. Can we just, next to the four day work week, can we somehow just universally cover therapy <laughs> to cross the board, please? Yes. Oh. Uh, we're not sponsored, but if BetterHelp would like to get involved. See, but it's interesting you brought up the Shonda Rhimes. Because I was, I was going to come in here and talk to you about the fact I was just having this um, chat with my girls the other day. Do you know anyone in your life that is checking all the boxes personally and professionally? Ooh, I don't think I have ever, and I've seen, I've seen them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I see them on TikTok that make it seem that way, and I just don't They're believe liars. it. They're liars. I don't think there's a chance that you are ticking every box personally and professionally. A very, very good friend of mine just got her dream job, incredible raise. She's about to sell her house for buckets of money and move to the fabulous neighborhood she's been looking at forever. Oh, love that. But also just left a four and a half year relationship with the person she thought she was going to marry and have kids with. Oh, this just got real. You see? Mm -hmm. Like 
so you look at her and it's like, oh my God, professionally you're on top of the world. And she's like, yeah, but I got to tell you personally, I feel like I'm falling out of an airplane in a dumpster on fire. Yeah, I got that. I don't, I don't know anyone. I don't know anybody who could, if you are checking all those boxes, how? Yeah. I don't think it's possible. Maybe that's me being cynical. I, from where I'm sitting, I can name like three or four of my close friends who I think are kicking ass in both arenas. Really? But if you were to ask them, I feel like they would say, no, I'm not. See? So I think it's, it's, it's always the grass is greener, right? On the other yeah. side, it's, but the grass is greener where you water it. Oh, it's cliche, but I do love that. Saying. I do too. <laughs> I do, like want it on a t-shirt. I do too. But where's the watering can? And where do I get the fucking water? how big is it? <laughs> I need a big ass watering can. I have a big backyard needing tending. Like no, uh, nothing. And time. Mine's dead. And time. Yes. I need time to tend it. I don't think I have any of that. Like <laughs> Tommy Lee's wang Whoa. all over the internet? I've been, I have been checking in on that little nugget. Is it still way up? Way more than I should be. Uh, I thought it was this morning, but now I don't know if it is or if I'm just finding screenshots. I didn't check his. It's his Twitter, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like that's part of the conversation is that there are so many versions of this imaging of this image that are circulating online. Okay, so if you're unfamiliar, last Thursday, Tommy Lee absolutely broke the Internet with a full frontal picture of himself that he posted like all, like all of it, all of it. He posted it. it yep. Like everything was exposed and it remained live on Instagram for hours. And it, we both said the same thing. You brought it up to me. I had completely, I like do not have my schlong notifications on, which is a real okay. tragedy. So let me tell you my <laughs> schlong notification. Let me tell you what my schlong notification is. It's my sister. <laughs> who texted me sister. who texted me on Sunday. I was at a couple shower. My <laughs> friends are getting married. I'm at a couple shower surrounded by like his friends, her friends, her family. And I get this text message and I open it up and she's like, she sent me the picture. Hey, have you seen this? I opened a full frontal picture of Tommy Lee at a couple shower. I love that she didn't describe it to you. Did not give you any. No, context. just, Hey, did you see this? <laughs> a couple shower. So that that is my <laughs> schlong notification. <laughs> because you were mine and I was like, what? And yeah, I think I was we yours. both went to the same place where it was like, okay, so God forbid we show even an areola on Instagram, but Tommy Lee's manhood can be up for hours. <laughs> like, what world is that? People getting their breastfeeding pictures taken down, but 59-year-old Tommy's at full attention. Yeah. That was where, that's where I went with it. But I guess that's just the mom and me that's like, everyone should be able to be nude or not nude. Yeah. Yeah. I do believe that everyone should choose. Like, yeah, I'm not a revenge, like nude picture person. Like, I think that that's really messed up. Right. And that's, but like... I just can't believe that Instagram left that up for so long when they have when they are so sensitive about so many other things. All the things. Remember, I got put in jail for for a kidnap threat. Yes. I made a joke to a best friend of mine in his comments section. Yeah. About something like 
don't like, don't threaten me with a good time. That looks so great. I'm going to put you in my trunk and take you along. And I got banned for three days. That just kidnap. But Tommy Lee's schlong Mm -hmm. causing no issues. Yeah. So there's been like a huge conversation online about double standards. And a lot of people are theorizing that Instagram had been more uh, keen to allow Tommy's photo to remain on the platform because he's a guy. Mm-hmm. And the discussion turned to hypocrisy in certain viewers' criticisms of nude photos, especially since several fo- uh, several fans pointed out Tommy's picture had been overwhelmingly favorable. Those were the reactions in comparison to several of Britney Spears's posts. Oh, so people were Brit. kind of people were kind of tearing Britney Spears apart, like. What are you doing posting a nude photo? First of all, it wasn't a nude photo. I mean, like she had stickers over right. the no, no parts. She emojis for like. She does. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cover them up. But she feels comfortable posting herself in the nude on her social media, covering up the no, no bits with the little stickers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people trash her online for that. But Tommy. But Tommy Lee, people were like, oh, my God, this is so hot. Like. <laughs> I will say I was shocked. He, I mean, he is 59 years old and I would not have guessed that was a 59 year old, but nonetheless, nonetheless, how tall is he? Do we know? <laughs> I'm going to get a Google it right. Tommy Lee. I'm excited to know where you're going with this. <laughs> I wonder how many I'm people just, have. Oh, he's, he's six oh, two. He's six two. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I was going to say like his nickname is T-Bone. Did you know? Makes, I don't know it what makes that sense. would be. <laughs> it makes sense. No, I was just because you saw the picture. Yes. He's not a. No. He's not on the small side of it. Like I said, things. I was I was shocked across the board for it. And a lot of people brought up the infamous Pam Anderson video. And I was like, right. But this is like just a still shot of it was it was jarring to me. Didn't yeah. expect that from a fifth. Didn't expect that from 59-year-old T-Bone. Yeah. I just thought maybe it looked bigger because he's like a short little tiny dude. Oh. And maybe like the yeah. the oh. the ratio of like, sh- sh- we said it before, schlong to thigh. Schlong to thigh was maybe, it may- made it look a little bit on the larger side because <laughs> the thigh was shorter, but 6'2". I I don't have an art. I mean, that's some good sleuth work, though. I'm I I've never been like a great at math, but no, that is geography, not geography. geometry. <laughs> geography, geometry, the whole thing just had me spinning. Also, another thing I noticed was that it looks like there's a tiny little foot that was like in the water underneath him. Oh, really? Which I'm like, was is that your wife's foot? I don't know when this photo initially surfaced online yeah. or when it was posted. Like, was or this, when it was taken. Right. Oh, weird. So, like, it's not like he woke up on a Tuesday and he was like, today's a good day to take another picture of my schlong and put it on the internet. You know, the internet's missed about me. Yeah. This. <laughs> I mean, you'd be... Thanks, Tommy. Yeah. I said this the other day and I felt so bad. It was my poor parenting moment. We were talking about this, my husband and I, and I was like, ugh. I hate February. And my son goes, but that's my birthday month. Oh, (laughs) no. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't hate February 25th. I hate all the other days in February. (laughs) And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) You are such a stinking cute little four-year-old. Oh, Oh, I wish I was still little again. (laughs) 
Yeah, he doesn't understand seasonal affective disorder he yet. Does not. No, peace can still play out in the snow till his nerve endings go numb. Oh man, I'll have cracked lips five minutes in, and and everything's always wet. You're either sweating <laughs> and you're wet, or you've got snow somehow down your pants and you're wet. That's my winter. I know. I really tried to be a winter sports person oh. so I could have something to look forward to and yeah. you know go get out there and go snowboarding or go skiing. Who has the energy? Who has the energy? These people who are out here like, you want to go snowboarding in Colorado? I'd rather go to the spa. Right. I love skiing. And still, all last year, when my son was learning to ski at Cannonsburg, I sat at that bar inside the clubhouse Mm -hmm. and had myself a lovely afternoon. I even wore my ski boots one day. Just to the bar. Just to feel like. Just in there. People were looking at me like, how was, you know, good run? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. great run, great run. Super great. I'm celebrating, in fact. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bought myself all of the snowboard stuff. The boots, the snowboard. Oh, you were all in. The snow pants. I, my ex-boyfriend, big snowboarder. Big snowboarder. I was like, I'm going to learn. Because I, we learned to ski when I was young. Oh, yeah. And I, I want to say we skied until I was probably like, I want to say probably learned at like four or five and skied till I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, we just like stopped. Like my sister still skis and snowboards and I don't know why I didn't keep doing it. But now I'm like, this is way too hard to learn as an adult. I, oh, our hand-eye coordination is not what it was when we were kids. <laughs> this is way too hard for me to learn. Number one. <laughs> and number two. I don't have 10,000 hours to go out and dedicate to perfecting this and like learning the feeling. And it really is like my butt is it hurts. Oh, yeah. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I hope that's because it's firmed up. No, it's no, no. Because I'll sit down after like strong day of skiing and it's like, if this is not Kim K level, I'm not doing this. It was just a lot because my husband's a huge snowboarder. He goes up to the Keweenaw every winter Mm. and he told me up at the top of that mountain sometimes is negative 30. And I was like, I bet your second wife will love doing that with you. (laughs) (laughs) Negative Fahrenheit. His Keweenaw wife loves it, probably. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm told, and if that's a thing, 
babe, I'm totally fine with that. You share some time in in the hut that you stay in up there. <laughs> Negative thirty. That's fine. Negative thirty. I'm sorry. The yeah. gorgeous views of Lake Superior are not are not worth that to me. Can we like? Can we do like the we sit in our own heated bathtubs and like? That's where I'm at. Remember the guy from North Carolina who was in town for business and we matched on an oh, app Yeah, and we went on a date and it was like really cool. And I was like, okay, that was fun, but I'll probably never heal hear from this dude again. Mm-hmm. And then he happened to be like back in Michigan for business, like a couple weeks later and we saw each other again and it was like really great. We had a really good time. Um, and then, you know, we just were kind of like, this was cool. And then we haven't like talked since then. Like we texted a little bit after that date. I think this was like back in March or April, but we like haven't talked in since March or April. Okay. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's a decent amount of time ago. That's a Uh, summer ago. April, May, June, July, August. Yeah. So like almost five months, I would say five, six months. I haven't heard from, well, he, we follow each other on social media. So like sometimes when I see his stuff pop up, I'll like, like it. It's not a total ghosting, no communicado at all. It throws me sometimes when he comments on my social media posts. Oh, really? Like occasionally he'll throw a comment out and I'm just like, so weird. Like you're not texting me and we're not like talking, but you're commenting on my social media. I don't know like how to read this. It's just like kind of confusing. Um, but he reached out on social media a l- couple weeks ago now and it was that I was already sleeping. This was like at night when I was already sleeping. And all he said Ooh. was, be my girlfriend. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Pump the brakes. I know. You're, you guys have not really talked talk since March, April. Yeah. Save a few likes here and there. Maybe a comment. Dead of night, he asks you, be my girlfriend in a random message. On Instagram, a DM. <laughs> I guarantee you, wild. I guarantee you he was traveling for business and he had had a couple drinks and he was like looking at Instagram and saw something that I posted. And I know this, too, because I called him out on it and I was like, so were you like drunk or like what? What is this about? Like you can't. Hi. So, yeah, I was going to say there wasn't even. No, nope. hey, I know it's been a while. Be my girlfriend. And that's exactly what he said. He was like, can a guy reach out to like a fling after five months of no talking and just like compliment her on the way that she looks or like something like that? Like he something to cheeky. a fling though? I don't love that. Yeah. I mean, like whatever. I don't really. Because okay. that, that's like, that's, that's what, it, what was. it was. I mean, like, we went on two dates. Oh like God. it was. I t- You know what? I'm taking the W here. I've told you for years, you are memorable. <laughs> you haunt the dreams of men and look what look Uh, that's so that has never happened to me that's he was even if he'd been having some drinks okay because probably right yeah 100 percent. that's what he said he had had a couple beers But like you're who he thinks of but i don't think he's dropping that message to a bunch a bunch of chicks oh all at the same time i 100 percent do i 100 percent do if i was uh an attractive like 30 something year old Mm. guy who was making good money and like traveling for business all over the continental United States. (laughs) I would have one in every state. Really? I probably wouldn't, but I say I would. (laughs) (laughs) I have the confidence with you as well. Yes. 
I don't know why you wouldn't. Like, that's how he picked me up, was on a dating app in a city that he was in traveling for business. You're going to tell me that this is an outlier? Did you respond to it? I did. Okay. We, like, bantered for a little while, and, like, I kept it light, and I kept it flirty, and I kept it cute. And he was like, oh, I might actually be in Michigan in, like, a couple weeks. Like, we should, like, meet up or, like, hang out again. And I was like, yeah, sure. You just let me know when and where. And... Oh, I have no intention on... of. <laughs> What I mean, like, what message does that send? I mean, is he? You don't someone... have to talk to me for six months, but as soon yeah. as you're back in Michigan, you can text me, and I just like when you say jump, I say how high. No, well, I like don't. I feel I look at this differently. I think you're very much in control here, where you're like, hmm, what week are you in town? I don't really have dinner plans Thursday night, nor do I want to buy my own food. <laughs> so if you'd love to hang out, I'd love to see you. I think you have the power move here. For him to message you that, you you have the control. Oh, you want to hear something so gross it'll make you not want to be a mom? Yes. I When I got up for work this morning, I was getting my stuff together and I noticed um, like a Pure Life water or whatever that we had gotten somewhere. And I think it actually came with my daughter's Happy Meal because I serve my kids Happy Meals occasionally. Crunchy moms. And uh, (laughs) I've had people tell me that before. I can't believe that. My child didn't even know what that was till they were seven. Well, my daughter loves chicken nuggies. Well, that's not relatable. (laughs) Thank you. So the water bottle was sitting there and I was like, oh, I'm so thirsty, but I'm running late. I'm just going to like, I'll take a quick sip. Oh boy. Was there some kind of food that she had not fully digested floating in the bottom of that water bottle? I nearly threw up. (laughs) And it was something like barbecue smoky because it really stuck around I came in here this morning and I was like oh it's still it's still reminiscing there's a possibility I'll still keep the receipt from that one yep Mm -hmm. that's a mom life yeah nobody talks about that and it's got to happen all the time oh it's a lot you just got to be careful I I took the risk it's on me I never should have sipped out of that water bottle knowing it was hers well it's on me you knew that I was parched. You know better. Could have gone to the sink and gotten some nice, clean, non-smoky barbecue water. And I didn't. And I paid for it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) For a while. Yeah, you're right. That did it. That (laughs) did it. I just I can't I can't already share water with people. I just can't do it. I never was able to in high school, high school sports, you know, they brought out those water bottles. And it was like, these are six water bottles for the 14 of you to share. Pardon me. I'll bring my own. Thank you. And fill it up myself if it means I don't have to. <laughs> it's like the you, there's always that one person who like when they pull the water bottle away from their lips, the strings oh, of spit. My God. I can't. I can't. I don't know what your <laughs> dental hygiene habits are like. I don't know what you had for lunch, nor do I want to know. I just think the mouth is a disgusting place and I only want to deal with my own. I Yeah, I the moms who share the drinks with their kids and like the water bottles and like give their kids mm-hmm. a sip of whatever you are goddesses. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I am just see. These are the things that I'll continue to bring up and you'll be like, mm, single life is lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Fran yeah. is great. I don't have to share anything like water with Fran. Right. We both said the same word. We said this was a bombshell interview. Mm -hmm. So she was in a new interview with Allure magazine that just came out and talks about her IVF journey. And you're going, what? Jennifer Aniston on an IVF journey? Because how many decades was girlfriend 
getting absolutely destroyed about not having kids and not wanting and them. not wanting kids. Remember, they said that's why husbands had left her uh-huh. and why a family could never happen. There was awful rumors that like Brad Pitt tried really hard and said, you know, I want to be a dad. If you're not going to do that for me, this isn't going to work like horrific stuff since like 2000. And she is one of those prime examples of, hey, everybody, guess what you didn't know was happening behind closed doors? I was having an awful journey with fertility. Mm-hmm. And I am so, ugh. if you haven't seen the article yet, by the way, she looks absolutely phenomenal at 53. She does. Like, good Lord. But I don't know how many times I have, I've said this, stop asking women when they're having kids. Mm -hmm. Stop asking them when they're going to get pregnant. Stop asking them when they're going to make a start a family. A, none of your business. B, you have no idea what's going on. Period. I got pissed about that when I had my first, when I had my son. I mean, he had like just come out of my hoo-ha and someone's like, so when are you going to give him a sibling? Yeah. Stop it. And it's just a very, I feel like it just kind of pigeonholes women into being I how do I put this? Uh, baby carriers, baby makers. Baby, yeah, yep. like little incubation. The only, yes, mm-hmm. like the only value that you provide to your family and the only piece of your existence that anyone really cares about is: Are you going to produce children, and when are you going to do that? And it just feels very like limiting, to be honest with you. Very limiting. And she had a really, a really interesting. Not painful is not the right word, but I'm sure to a lot of women that might be listening to this that have had fertility struggles, it will just really hit home for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Jennifer said all the years and years and years of speculation, it was really hard. I was going through IVF. I was drinking Chinese teas, you name it. I was throwing everything at it. I would have given anything if someone had said to me, freeze your eggs, do yourself a favor. You just don't think it. So here I am today. The ship has sailed. Oh, heartbreaking. And I just I can't imagine someone who is in a public eye, A, dealing with infertility and then B, having to put up with so many of these reports that are completely focused on that one thing. And she also said, you know, it wasn't even so much the fertility aspect of this. It was the body shaming I was getting, Mm -hmm. you know, when somebody like, oh, is Jen pregnant? And she's like, because, you know, it's like every actress says, oh, I went and had lunch and they caught a very unflattering perspective of me or angle of me. Right. And suddenly it was like, oh, 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 someone's got a bun in the oven. Right. And she goes, couple that body image negativity with the fact that you are putting your body through God knows what to try and make this life. I just, it, maybe it's it's one of my platforms for sure. As a mom with lots of friends who have chosen not to be moms with lots of friends who are trying very hard to be moms, you just don't have a space in the conversation, period. Right. Get out. If they want to talk to you about it, they will, but you don't ask about it. It is not your business. Just stop. I, I, it's mind blowing to me that there are still people that think that's an okay thing to bring up and discuss. Mm-hmm. Like I've had people at work that I'm coworkers with, not necessarily friends outside of work with mm-hmm. that will say things like that to me. Oh, I get yeah. it. I get it now. Sophia's 18 months. About time. Oh, or did you want like a bigger age gap between them? Yeah. But you're like probably going to have another one. Yeah. No, I've had people say you'd be more marketable if you had kids. Oh, like, really? Really? And it. Yeah. 
No. And lately I've been like online scouring because a large part of our job is social media. So a lot of the research that I do are trends and like, what do people want to see in terms of content creation? And like, what do you want to see from our social media? Like it, it behooves us to have good content on our social media because it goes hand in hand with what we do. Like it's part of the job. Right. And I'm looking on here and I'm seeing all of these influencers and everything. Everyone is a mommy influencer Mm -hmm. and like how, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Amazing for them. Like you have a beautiful family and you've got these beautiful kids. You're a mommy influencer. And I think that that is great. But where are the women like Jen Aniston who were like, you know what? The ship has sailed. The ship has sailed. And that's not the only. Not the only ship leaving the dock. Exactly. I feel like it's so hard to have relationships the older you get. Yeah. I I am having a time. Yeah. I am having a time. And we talked about this, I want to say like two or three episodes ago, we talked about how hard it is to make friends as an adult. Mm, yeah, yeah. Especially out of college when you're not just inundated with different people all the time and have a great way to just introduce yourselves. It's hard to make friends. And so naturally, you might meet new people based on the friends you are already with, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do if someone doesn't like you? Because I'm struggling. I'm struggling. And for all the conversation and all the big talk I've had Mm -hmm. about life in my 30s and all of my F's gone, for some reason, someone not liking me for really no apparent reason other than they just don't. There's something about my personality or there's something that just does not mesh. They are not interested in it. Okay, first of all, that's weird because well, you're because you're a treasure. So I don't I think under, everybody thinks that. I don't understand. But it's so over the weekend, I have a really close group of friends, and I've met I've met this person a few times. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even not even a dozen, maybe a handful. Mm-hmm. And I've always gotten just a like a tough vibe. Mm. Like they just don't seem to really enjoy being around me, and then it feels like they've gone and really made an effort to like, let me know that. And I don't know what to do. I was like going over the top to be nice and to like feel included. And it really took me like back to middle school, high school, super self-conscious Schmitty. And it bugs me because it's like, no, I should be past this stage. And I always see those, you know, motivational posts that are like, not everyone's going to like you. And you realize that and find your own way to shine. That's when you're truly living. It's like, I'm a 
nice person. You should just like me. You are a nice Especially person. Especially because it's going to be uncomfortable, I feel like, if you are in a situation like this where you share friends and you're bound to see this person a lot. He just not a fan of mine. But you are a nice person and you are someone that I am so happy to have in my corner or on my side. Like anyone would be lucky to call you a friend. You're so, very I mean, supportive and you're a ton of fun and you're genuine and you're authentic and you keep it real. They hate all those things, apparently. <laughs> and we'll probably never know what it is. And that's probably why it's so frustrating. Yes. Is it's like, did I do something? Did I say something? Or is it just like you look at my face and you want to punch it? I would even take that because I am I am a firm believer that you don't have to like everybody and not everyone is going to like you where I draw the line. Tell me is cordial cordiality. You I don't. Can, ca- yeah, I yeah. if I if you are not my cup of tea or I don't care for you or I don't want to hang out with you in social situations, mm-hmm. but it sounds like there's some mutual friends there. So you're in the same circles at some it's at points. Events. Yeah, absolutely. You're at, you are nice. You're not inviting me to dinner over at your house. We're not getting coffee on the weekends. That's fine. But we're nice to each other. We can at least be friendly. Hey, how are you? How is how are things going? Yeah. No, not not. <laughs> not going out of your way to make me feel like I'm not well, actually our mutual friends are more my friends. They're not really your friends. Like, uh, yeah, it w- it is just, it was really how childish destroying my self-worth. And then you get in this cycle of being really angry about that. You're like, oh, why am I letting someone affect me that way? It's fine. It is what it is. Mm. But man, it has been, I said to you, living rent free in my anxious subconscious. And I got a <laughs> for a lot- while. I got a long fuse. I have a long fuse. <laughs> I really, do. I really do. do. But when it when it blows, when it blows, that switch I know flips. So I totally, I totally get it because then it's like I like get all hot and fiery on the inside. Literally, like, though, right? I was like warm to the touch, and I said, "Ooh, Shmini, you better cut back on the wine, or you're gonna say something." Because that's where my fuse. That's exactly. Ends. I would say something. Yeah, I would say like a passive aggressive or something, <laughs> and then it would be like, "Let's let's light this candle, man. Let's go." Yeah. Like you don't like me yeah. anyway, so what do I have to lose? Like I don't have to be nice to you. I don't have to be cordial with you. You're not. It was so a, if this is how you want to play it, I can play that game too. God, I wish you guys could see her eyes right now. Your eyes are so scary good. This is what I mean, though. I have a long fuse. Should have put you at my table. Oh, girl. Oh my God. You know I'd be. Giving I would have had the popcorn. I'd be giving them the the eyes, the not so nice eyes, all night long. It's just I don't know. That's something that clearly still bothers me. So nothing like happened though. Like I I'm don't just think so. I really haven't even. I really haven't even seen this person that often. And I, I, but oh boy. So is this because sometimes I get too in my own head and I start to overthink things? I think that's what some of my other friends would say. But I also don't know if they'd necessarily be honest. Like, yeah, they don't like you. So what, is there something (laughs) that happened where you're like, that's how I know they don't like me? Or it's just like a vibe you get from them. There were like a couple, there were a couple actual like, like physical things where like cut off. <laughs> I'm afraid that they're somehow going to hear this and it's going to be yeah, worse. Right. I, yeah. I get that. Um, if, if you're worried about that, you don't have to. But just like not like, like not even cheersing you. 
purposely like leaving you out of, of that whole thing, even though you were sitting right next to them. That's weird. So it, I just, it felt, I'm like, okay, all right, I get it. I'll just. So yes, like real like things that happened that you're like. Oh, it felt weird. Can someone else acknowledge that I'm not crazy? <laughs> but you feel crazy because everybody's, they're like, listen, people are just different. Like some people are a lot more introverted than you actually realize they are. And some of them are just very like those social cues are not something they even think about. But I was sitting there like. And that's a nice. What can I do? That's a nice friend who was telling you that. But if it were happening. But honestly, though, like if it were happening to them, how would they feel? I know. If they and were I getting just, left out of cheerses like that, would they sit there and be able to be like, don't overthink it. It was probably just an oversight. I just want to like I'm I was full stage five clinger. Just like trying to get this person to like me. It was crazy. And I just thought, okay, so you can be into your thirties and there are still things that will somehow creep in that like that. That's, I think that's like my kryptonite when it comes, I am still such a people pleaser. Oh, hardcore hundred percent. I have not been able to, when it comes to, you know, making the boundaries and all the things I'm trying to do that's one of them I have not mastered it. I'm still such a people pleaser. And if I go out of my way to try and do those things and it doesn't work, it's like my brain breaks. Well, it doesn't feel good when someone doesn't like you. When someone like you, you right, put... Like no matter what. No matter what. It yeah. doesn't feel great because it, it puts it, it shifts the the responsibility of, oh, they don't like me because of me. It's because of me. But mm. most often, more often than not, it's not anything that you did. It's It's them. Like when you know, but you're not going to be able to tell yourself that. No, (laughs) but like you go on a date with someone like rejection. Rejection is always hard. Yeah. And it's like, well, what's wrong with me? And it's it's never when you flip the situation around and you're thinking about the people that you've rejected or the people that you didn't like or, you know, flip the situation. It's like it wasn't anything. It wasn't because of them. It was just like something that I perceived or I didn't like or right. Not right for me or, but I would very deep way of thinking about it, but I would not ever want to make someone feel less than or unincluded or, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't either, but maybe that's just, and honest. And then you replay everything in your head. I was, you know, with my anxiety the next day. Oh, that makes it 10 times worse. And I don't think it, I don't know. I don't Now I'm like, well, maybe it wasn't on purpose. And then it's just like, why am I wasting so much energy on this? No, (laughs) No. I should, I should be napping or reading a book or something instead of trying to figure out whether this actually happened was in my head or if I'm just a really awful human being. And it was weird too, because I didn't have my normal, like Chris is very much that person that like talks me back to reality. Like, babe. And this is what was actually, but he wasn't a part of this. And Chris is a great buffer too, because he, he can keep things pretty light and breezy. Right. So there was no buffer. I just like pitched headfirst off the cliff. Right. And was like, well, I am a waste of DNA. See, are you, are you into confrontation though or no? No, God, no, 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 no. (gasps) Are you? Well, you're, I think you're much better at that than I am. I don't seek it out. Right. But if it if it's inevitable, I the older I get, the more I want to be the type of person who doesn't stew in a situation like that. Mm, I'm so good at stewing. Right. Like it's Mm -hmm. it's it's so unhealthy. I do it, too. I do it, too. But it's so much more. It's so much better for you. Yeah, because and I talk about this with my mom a lot. When you're like having a misunderstanding with someone or a miscommunication with them, if they're not aware of it. And you're just Mm -hmm. sitting there and you're pissed and you're mad about it. (laughs) Like 
they don't feel the effects of that. The only person you're hurting is yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm just curious, like what would happen because it might be a little bit vindicating to see the look on their face, and it, like, you would be able to confirm if they actually Why don't, you don't like, like me. Well, maybe not quite like that, <laughs> but like, hey, is there anything okay? I can't help but getting like a little bit of a cold. Did I do something? Yeah. Oh God, I don't think I could. You can always tell if I'm uncomfortable and I sense that confrontation might be coming because I have a different laugh. Mm. It's very, it's more of like a, it's a higher pitched kind of Woody Woodpecker. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, <laughs> like then I know. And I'm probably tapping something like a glass or my hand. And I'm like, oh, I'm wildly uncomfortable because this might come to a head in some way. And I dislike confrontation to that level. Even better, do it in front of your mutual friends. So that they can also see, like, do, are they aware of this at all or no? Oh. They are none the wiser. No, 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 no. Oh. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would need some wine though. And then you're talking about the fuse again and you're going to get non-confrontational Schmitty that's dove off the deep end going, why do you hate me? I saw what you did. I <laughs> Which get that. isn't going to help anything. No. God, it's shocking. I'm not in therapy. It really, I really, uh, yeah, I really need to find a, a good, a good. Isn't it wild that that is what has like, I had this great, you know, week of all these different events and things like we got to do so much together, but like, this is what sticks out to me. Oh, geez. It's so annoying. Oh yeah. No, I'm I know. annoyed with myself. And like, I carry it. I, I do. I carry it with me just like you carry it with you though, because it's just like, it doesn't. I'm not to not to toot your horn here, but it's not very often that someone doesn't like you. Right? Yeah, I don't think so. Like it's not very often. It does not happen very often, number right. one. So you don't have a lot of practice with it. <laughs> and number two, like also, well, why? Why would they I don't understand? Like I'm a good person. I try to be a nice person. Right. I'm a joy to be around. You are. <laughs> you are a joy. And that's why it seems so weird. Oh, it must be them. It must be them. It's thing. Oh. Because what is one of the mottos of this show? Not you, not, not I, us. never us. It's not not you, not me, not us. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.